This is your Kanabic County Sheriff's Report with Kanabic County Sheriff Brian Smith right here on Q Media's On Demand. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Thank you so much for being on board this morning. And we'll get to, there were a lot of different calls that have happened and some more difficult things, uh, especially in this past week or so. And Brian and I were chatting just a little bit before we came out here. And maybe we want to start with the hard stuff first, Brian, the things that we could hopefully do better going forward. Absolutely. And uh, it's uh, one of the things I had on my mind just because of what a terrible week it's been on our highways. And, uh, you know, the past week we've had two fatalities, um, which doesn't seem like a lot, but for here it's it's something. But the, the worst part of it is they're both avoidable. They did not have to happen. And uh, they happened because people made poor choices. And uh, one was uh, DWI-related. They were driving drunk and went off the road and and uh, it took their life. And the other one was appears to be cell phone related and reading texts, texts or, or messages, whatever, and uh, drifting into an oncoming lane and, and hitting a large truck head on. Huh. And both people were young people and had lots of life left. And uh, due to their poor choices, they they're no longer with us and that affects a lot of people a lot of family are affected and um, responders are affected and and I think the hardest thing is they didn't have to happen yeah yeah it's it's a tough deal there's no doubt about it and like you say we hear about so many things when you get to larger metropolitan area uh, but these are happening right in our backyard a smaller community it really stand these stories stand out let's say and sometimes right. just awareness and, and not not really trying to call people out in a way that's negative, but taking this these two horrible situations and if we can possibly get people to think ahead a little bit more, you know, that's what right. we're after and here is prevention. Make that decision ahead of time that you're that you're not gonna drink and drive. If you're gonna drink, get somebody else to drive. Right. You know, right. make those arrangements or or make that call. And uh, say, hey, I, I've had too much to drink. Uh, come and pick me up. Mm-hmm. There's, there's very few people that doesn't have somebody that will come and do that. Absolutely. Well, I know when our kids were little, not that a lot of that was going on, thankfully, but at the same time, we're like, call us. I know you don't, you know, you might be in a situation, right. I don't want to call my mom or dad. Right. We don't care. Right. We know that those things right. might happen, and we will come right. and get you all hours. And I think that blanket statement can sometimes, just so they know. Right. Yeah. Right. As an option. And, uh, yeah, and the other one is, is even easier yet, is yeah. put the darn phone down. Right. If you're driving, put it on Do Not Disturb and, and put it out of your reach. If you can't help yourself by picking that up put it out of reach so you can't pick it up yep so true so true brian and again a tough way to start our discussion this morning but important as well to uh yeah, yeah. give those reminders for sure yeah. and I, I i see it going down the road especially especially in my personal vehicle um I, I see a lot of it and i drive by people and their eyes are down in their lap and we all know what that is Mm-hmm. They're 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 reading their phone, and uh, that's exactly what it appears that this most recent fatality was. Mm. That phone was right down in their lap. Yeah, 
Goodness. Yeah, and it's it's that moment of just reacting, like you say, whether a, a message comes in or whatever, and if it's out of reach, that's the key, I think, is just get that... I oftentimes I'll have my phone in my purse and I've got stuff set to do not disturb and I have you know the Bluetooth if a call comes in but if I get that my purse out of my reach no matter what happens I can't reach it I can't do anything about it I let it go when I get to my destination I'm not saying I do everything right Brian but that's been helpful just I can't get to it whatever it is will have to wait you know right and that's tough to do sometimes but that's what has to happen for well we get so ingrained in in this immediacy that we have to answer everything immediately. And Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) you and I both know that we went through a good portion of our life not doing that because we didn't have it. We didn't have the availability. And we made it it this far. So um, I I think we can all, I think we can all do better, um, myself included. You know, you just got to make that mental decision that, uh, I'm I'm not going to answer that. I'm not going to look at that. I'll I'll get to it when I get to my destination. Absolutely, a good reminder, Brian. On another note, I suppose segueing over. Um, I know you obviously a, a tough week, but uh, for other like calls to service kind of things, can I throw out one thing at the beginning here? Because we talk about scams quite a bit, and. Um, This is just something I noticed that came in my email, actually, and it was that frontline worker, you could, you know, go in and and apply for that, okay? So so I had done that a while back because working for Schoberg and Holmstrom and for KBK, um, there was an opportunity there for me to follow through, right? With that said, I got an email this morning, and there's a third-party company that kind of helps with that, okay, with that processing, and they tell you that right at the beginning. The email I had this morning looked extremely legitimate. I mean, extremely legitimate. From the, it had the company name. It had my number on it. That said, yes, had the number on it, and it said, um, "We need to verify that this is you, or you won't get this." And I, I just struggled with it, so I didn't do anything when I came to work and got to my full computer, not my phone, and I hovered over the email address. It was this really long, convoluted thing, and then it finally, mm-hmm. at the end, said the company, you know, and I'm like, nope, I know that isn't it, because that's not the way it works. I was to right. the point to try to make a phone call or whatever to follow through, and then I, and then I got the point, it's not worth, I don't know if I'm going to get anything or how that's going to work, it's not worth maybe having an identity problem, you know, a theft issue no. or being scammed, so... Um, but I'm so glad I hovered over and saw that that email was not from, uh, you know, they tried to make it look legit, but it was not. Right. And, that, and that's, a, that's a really good thing to, to put out there because, you know, those scammers, they know what's going on in the public. And they, that's exactly what they try and target is those kinds of occurrences. So it, it makes it easier for them to dupe people and to... Um, giving out their information and, and uh, becoming victim to that. And I just, like I say, this is a good example. So if you've done something like that, just take the time um, right. and follow through on that. But I'm assuming right. the mine was definitely, just because, like I say, that when I hovered over that long email, I'm like, that doesn't look right. But that was otherwise, man, were they... They were in it. Like I say, even having my number, which makes me a little nervous, but they had somehow gotten the number that was specific to my uh, inquiry. So, yeah. Anyway. Right. right. Yeah, how they would get that is, 
is pretty scary. It is. And so, like I say, I'm assuming, or if I don't get it, I don't get it. I'm not, it's just not worth it to me to take that chance. So, but anyway, so that was just an experience. But going on, let's let's do calls to service, Brian. I know folks always are kind of interested what you guys have been up to. Well, as long as we're on scam stuff, I got something I should put out there. So, ironically, um, this past week, I we had a, a citizen, Canadian citizen, contact us and and looking for information on an old report. And apparently, um, you know, back in the day before um, before things are the way they are, uh, Western Union was a, a common way of transferring money. Mm-hmm. You could do a money gram or whatever. And that the scammers, that was their route, was to get people to send them money via Western Union. Well, apparently the Justice Department um, and the Federal Trade Commission went after Western Union for not being safe enough and, and not, you know, doing enough to stop some of these scams. And they uh, they actually were found, well, they got fined, basically. And uh, the, um, you can, you can get refunded some, some of your losses. Mm, okay. um, and I don't know how, how much that is, but it, it's out there. You can Google federal trade commission, Western union. Um, and it'll come up. I, I did it myself just to make sure this wasn't another scam myself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a real thing, um, but there's a deadline, and I believe July 1st or August 1st um, is the deadline to get your application in, and you have to provide some of the information that you would have had during this this scam, um, you know, the actual receipts or whatever. There's numbers on them and stuff like that, and a police report and whatever. Um, so that's out there. So if... It, and there's a time frame. It was between, I think, 2004 and 2017. Hmm, if you okay. fell victim to a scam and, and it involved um, sending money via Western Union, um, there's potential to recover some losses. Wow. That's that's actually a big story because some people could have been affected, you know, large amounts of money, I would assume. Uh, well, yes. In this particular case, um, it was a large very large sum of money. Um, so um, to be able to get any of that back would be, you know, really very nice. And worth your time to, to follow through. Yes, worth your time to follow through, absolutely. Okay, good information, Brian. Um, it, wasn't well, it wasn't well published. Um, I'm a little disappointed in that, that uh, that wasn't published better than it was, but um, it's, uh, it's out there. So check it out again. You said go to the Federal Trade Commission. So yeah, Federal FTC. Trade Commission had it. Yeah, FTC had it, um, and Department of Justice probably too. But FTC was the, where I found it the easiest. Mm-hmm. And that's a. Great I just put in. I just put in uh, Western Union refund or Western Union um, litigation yeah, or anything that, along those yeah, lines. Yeah, 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 something. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, Good to know. And the FTC website is really something to keep and go to uh, and check it out. I mean, they really offer so many great uh, pieces of information with identity theft and everything else. So I know Todd yep, and I on yep. the show talk about the FTC quite often because it is oh, okay. important to use that site because they will get you good information. Oh. So Nice. But anyway, dear, otherwise, um, calls to service this week. 
Oh, calls for service. Um, let's see, we had, uh, we were a little bit down, no, 220. Okay. So it was a little quieter, but we had uh, quite a few arrests. Let's see, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 13 new arrests. Um, we had a few drug arrests. We had a few DWIs. Um, Danko violations, that's domestic abuse, no contact. Uh, a few probation violations thrown in there. Um, well, misdemeanor speed. Um, so they were like over 30 miles an hour over the posted limit. Uh, that's uh, on a uh, predatory offender registration violation. Um, that's uh, one domestic arrest. Yeah, there's quite a mix there. Yeah, definitely. And the predator one, can you explain that just a little bit to us, Brian? What does that yeah, mean? A predatory offender? Yeah, what is that? Well, that's that's somebody that's been deemed to be a predatory offender. You know, most most often it's related to uh, criminal sexual conduct violations. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it can be it can be other stuff too. Um, but one of the requirements is that they register. So they're part of their conditions of being back out in public. They have to register anytime they move so that we have the residents on file and we can, we stop and check them routinely um, to make sure that they're where they're at. They're still working where they say they're working and uh, driving. If they, if they drive that their vehicle is, is on record um, and they have to keep all that updated. Any of those change, anything changes in their life, they have to notify us. If they don't, they can be charged with a crime. Okay, and that's what this was in relation to. And that's what this was in relation to. Yes. Okay, that's interesting. I just I knew there was more to it, and I just thought for clarification, you know, sometimes people are like, "What does that mean exactly?" So thank you for filling us in. And before I let you head out and get out in this beautiful weather today, Brian, I did just want to, speaking of beautiful weather, it's nice, but it's also going to be 91. And what I have noticed when I get into my car, for example, especially Monday, and you know, you always have your thermometer on your car. um, And it's amazing how hot it can get in your vehicle. And I know folks know this, but there's a national campaign right now to remind us, especially with children and certainly yeah. a pet, if you bring a pet along, just the importance of being aware of the heat in the car. And I just thought maybe you could just touch on that for us. Yeah, it's, uh, it's that time of year, and it does not take long for your, your vehicle to heat up to dangerous temperatures. Um, so, you know, you got to be careful with the little ones, be careful with your pets. Don't leave them in the car when you're running quick. Um, that's just not, it's, it's not safe. And even if you leave the car running, which we've seen people do, well, now you're opening yourself up to your car being stolen. Exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, you don't want to leave your kids in a in a hot car or, you know, running so that somebody could bust a window and hop in and they're gone. You know, take seconds. Mm-hmm. So um, just think through that. Some common sense. Yep. Yep. And that's why I just thought yep. it wouldn't hurt hearing it from you. I think sometimes just hits home to people more than 
you know, you can hear ads over and over again, and they do a great job to remind people of those things. But I, just right. hearing it from you, I think yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's one of those small things that can turn into a tragedy. I mean, can you think of it? Anything oh my worse than that? No, um, I, I can't. It, it just is awful, mm-hmm. and uh, that, um, and, and we hear about it all too often um, across the United States. And uh, they don't. There's another one of those that they don't have to happen, mm-hmm. um, but we get in such a rush in our lives. We just need to slow down and uh, you know make sure that we're we're taking care of our little ones. Absolutely. And and our elderly too, checking on them on those hot days. Yep. Yes, um, absolutely. All the above. There's folk, there's still folks in Minnesota that don't necessarily have air conditioning. They just right. don't, and because we don't right. have that much of summer typically. But it seems like now more than ever we are having the heat that really, um, ideally, at least they have some way to get the the house cooled off, drop that humidity down. Right. Yeah, right. It's important. Well, Brian, my dear. I know we have to let you get on with your day. You've got lots of things to do, but as always, it's a pleasure. And next week when I talk to you will be the last day of June. I can't believe how fast this month has gone. I know. It's speeding along way too fast. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) My summer's short enough the way it is, and I've got stuff I want to get done, and it's not getting done. I know it, absolutely. Well, and we need to get maybe get a chance to get uh, Dad's car out there and take it for a spin and, and do some of those things, too. So we'll try to get that done. All right, sounds good. We'll make it a day. Thanks again, Brian. Appreciate it. You've been listening to a Q Media Group production.